That's a real one in your reflection Without a follow, without a mention You really piping up on these you gotta be nice Alright, back here on the Sports Grind, Calvin Casey, Jonas Clark producing, spinning the one and twos, 877-37-GRIND is your number, and today's show is being presented by Dos Equis. Get a Dose, and we are broadcasting here from the Maestro de Bell Tequila Studios. Um, this is, I'm going to read Dante Evans' Facebook post is a perfect segue of what I was going to get into next about this topic, because I wanted to clarify myself. But let me go ahead and read Dante Evans' Facebook Live post. He says, just curious, what has Josh McDaniels done in his career to make you think he or the general manager could or would turn this around? Not a damn thing. The office was boo-boo and hard to watch. Should a team or a fan base have to endure that when you know it's not working? Perfect segue, Dante, because I want to clarify myself. My whole last take and rant on last segment was not about defending Josh McDaniels. I'm not trying to defend Josh McDaniels. I'm trying to point out, first of all, I had in the docket, I said, hey, the Raiders who are hoop lying, uh, hoop, hoop, and whoop-de-whoop and kikiing because the trending that fired Josh McDaniels, go there. the message I got for y'all, you still got a problem. You can't fire the owner. And Dante, the reason I'm not defending Josh McDaniels, I'm pointing out bad ownership, a bad ran team that has a big brand in the National Football League. I don't care what my personal feeling is with the Raiders. I'll tell you, I'm always going to keep it professional and keep it real. The Raiders are a big brand in the National Football League. They've been made a big brand culturally. Coming from the 90s, whatever, that logo and that silver and black carries weight. So there is a prestige and there is a standard to that that I believe, uh, you know, look, there's a few, there's a handful. I can count on three fingers, even in my lifetime, prior to my lifetime, that owners that really, really, really impacted the NFL, that really helped the NFL to the game that we're all addicted to today. Al Davis is one of those names. So this ain't no personal van. I'm, I'm keeping it real with you. His son has ran this organization into the ground. So you can go fire Josh McDaniels, your second coach or whatever, because there's certain things that I've always said. You can't win without an owner in professional sports. Damn sure in the NFL, you cannot win with having an owner in any professional sport. And you can't come. you can't overcome bad ownership. Hell, the only thing Mark Davis has touched that's winning is the Vegas Aces, and that winning culture was breeded somewhere else. He didn't homegrown that. That was breeded back down in the 2-1-0. The bottom line is he listened to this. This team did not quit on Josh McDaniels. I've seen teams. I know. I've watched enough football. I know teams. That, that last year with Vance Joseph, that Philadelphia, I'll never forget. I think it was the Philadelphia Eagles game. 40 points like at halftime. I've seen teams, whether it's Denver, other teams, what they look like when they real quick. That ain't a team like that. And no, he probably wasn't going to turn it down. Now, to answer your question, Dante, does a fan base deserve to sit through that? No, the fan base deserves to have an owner that they're new, knowing that everything they do is trying to win. So I'm going to turn the question back on you, Dante. Do you think, do you got faith that Mark Davis is going to turn it around? What has he done? So, hell no, you don't have proof that Mark Davis, he can go hire anybody. And I want to talk about the list of candidates because like Shelby's asking, well, Calvin, man, Mark might have some deep pockets. You think I'll let you know based off of how he hires his next coach because he's paying $80 million for two coaches not to coach the Raiders. 
He co-signed for to take on a contract in Jimmy Garoppolo and kick a guy out that bleeds silver and black in Derek Carr. The only thing that had his name to fame that was proud to, you know, fight and put his body on the line. But I know Josh McDaniels is the only one that wanted him gone. No, what was Mark on a jet? Was, what he, was he with his young girlfriend toting around that he didn't know that, that Derek Carr was going to leave? He could have stepped in and said, no, nah, Derek ain't going nowhere. But no, nah, he's on social media. He's looking at the fans. He's looking at, he's, look, he's fortunate that Jerry Jones and the rest of the gang got together and, and, and cleared this move to Vegas because he was in Oakland hemorrhaging money. They broke a playoff drought, and he still finished last in revenue that year. I'll never forget that. It was like, I don't know what year that was, that year they went to Derek Carr with the playoffs. Just a few years back, not too long ago. So he's blessed to be in Vegas, but you know what he's done? He's moved to a team, and he's created a situation in Vegas. Raiders ain't never going to have a home field advantage in Vegas. They're not. Because it's, it's where it's at. It's, it's a destination for people to come. They're not. So the question I have for you, Dante, do you got confidence Mark Davis is going to turn it around? No, I don't think you can answer that either. 877-37-GRIND. What you got, Jonas? Well, a, call, a caller might feel a different way, um, but I, I do believe that he can turn it around. Again, because it really comes back to when you're an owner, you're, your main hire is general manager and that's, or, or, or team president. The, pe- the, the person directly below you that prevents all this stuff from creeping to your desk is the most important hire. So that you don't have to uh, bother yourself with the day-to-day of running a team. Because you got more stuff to do. When it comes to, and I'm glad you brought up the aces, because, and that's why I feel like you can. Because you make the right hire... But Natalie Williams, I think, is the GM over there. And you bring in the culture like Becky. He thought that he was bringing in culture when he brought in McDaniels. He thought that he was bringing in a culture when he brought in Mayock and Gruden. Okay? this that I feel like he's started to put more in, more maybe, maybe more effort into the franchise over the last few years. And, and on a big scale, and it's just backfiring. So he really needs to nail this GM. And I'm glad he got rid of the GM, too. Because I think the GM is responsible for part some of the reasons as to why they're so far apart on the Josh Jacobs situation. What really happened? The other Chandler Jones. What really happened there? Did we get enough for Darren Waller? We did. What did we handle the Derek Carr situation right? Because when you're the owner of the team, just like I complain about in in Cleveland, just like we have fans complain about with Jerry, you shouldn't be really concerned about. Whether you're, you got the right quarterback or not. Do you have the right quarterback that your coach believes in? And if your coach had an issue with Derek Carr, whether you like Derek Carr personally or not, then Derek Carr has to go. Because your head coach is responsible for putting together a football team to win games. And if he wants to also call the offense, then he has to be responsible for working with a quarterback that he can work with. And if going in and continuing the Patriot way and grabbing Jimmy Garoppolo was part of that equation, then you're, then, then you're, you're Mark Davis. You sign off on that so because you trust him right. to do that job. So everything I've heard you say right now, you're telling me that it's proven that you think he will turn around based off the Vegas Aces. Based off a team that he – Not that he that will, what? that he can. Okay, well, I can't base off the Vegas Aces. That's a team he inherited. 
Like this, this was a job that was sold. A team that moved from here, that Becky Hammond was already in the organization. They already had all this. Mark Davis don't know a damn thing about running a. Ba he barely knows what's running a football team, and he grew up in it. So no. So the the, the jury is no. We don't know if he can turn it around because he he's ran it to the ground. You don't, the, the, need to know, the, the, you don't need to know anything about running a football team other than getting the guy with the right vision directly underneath you. Yes, you're, when you're talking about an ownership, Jonas, but the thing is you've got to be an owner to know how to run and make those right decisions. You can't just sit there because what you're taking, what you're doing, you're kicking it like, look, man, you know, he's the owner. He shouldn't have to worry about it. The quarterback, that's the GM, whatever. Well, who's making the decisions to hire him? It's business one-on-one in real life. The, the top CEOs, the, the, some of the great Steve Jobs. I'm talking about goats. Bill Gates. Goats. These guys hire the right people. The, the, the question says what you do in successful in business is you hire smart people. So no, there's no, there, the mark is the guy that's got to make the hires. He's making the wrong decision. It's no different than what I say about the Colts. Ever since there's there's look cause and effect. Bill Polian leaves, Peyton leaves, Tony Dungy leaves, and you stick with your weightlifting partner and Ryan Grissom for years, and you wonder why the Colts in a situation right now because Ursay is tearing everything down that Bill Polian built and Tony Dungy built and Peyton Manning built. Mark Davis has the only thing Mark Davis has done to accomplish is being able to crack the mold in Vegas and go against the machine and get an NFL team in Vegas. He hired Josh McDaniels. Like I said, think about this. Count the games Josh has coached. 22 games. So in 22, you believed his vision 12 or 18 months ago. And you believe in the Patriot way. But because you've got a disgruntled wide receiver who has contaminated the locker room. That's made a division because he's still kicking and screaming because his bed bunk buddy of Derek Carr and Fresno State got traded. You sit there and said, oh, man, this, oh, well, social, the fan. Vance Joseph got 70 put on him. An NFL record. Denver has lost seven years in a row not making the playoffs. Sean Payton, paying a coach, 18 million. People like me, local media in the Denver, wanting with pitch forts for Vance Joseph. Didn't budge. Media like me wanting Judy out. Pitchforks in Denver. Judy's out of here. Trade everything. Russ is no good done. Trade the picks. Media everywhere. Pinner Group, Sean, zero. Move. Other organizations. They good Pittsburgh, Kansas City, Philly. The 49ers, do they sit there and run their organizations based off of social media and fan pressure and one guy in the locker room smoking the whole damn team? No, they don't. There's a reason why the Raiders have not had any invite to the White House since Ronald Reagan and Nancy Reagan had the Just Say No campaign. Trash. You can't win with bad ownership, man. And that right there is bad. The Raiders are a big brand, man, in the NFL. The NFL is better when the Raiders are good. There is pressure to run that. Trust fund babies don't work out sometimes because they inherit these. The, why do you think that the, the Bowen family was tied up in court for five or six years? Because half the family didn't want anything to do with football. They just was a Bowen. The other half of the family, nah, man, this is what dad wanted. We got to build it. It got tied up in courts. And what happened? 
Playoffs miss, quarterback miss, quarterback miss, and John Elway and Joel's running amok. You can't win that way with no owner and uh, and incompetent, and you can't overcome bad ownership. Again, Dante, turn the question back on you. There is nobody that can make an argument for Mark Davis that they're for sure that he can turn it around. Now, let's look at the candidates that's being out there already, because the next phase of this I'm going to pay attention to is who he hires. So let's say let's see, Shelby, how deep his pockets are. Hell, and he's got to be doing better than he did in Oakland. He's in Vegas. When Pittsburgh come to town, they sold it out. When, when other visit, he's making hand over fist for them stadiums. They've had some concerts in there, so he ain't dealing at the old Coliseum no more. So he got some revenue generating, but he paying coach $80 million for two coaches not to coach the Raiders. I'm going to keep saying that. Now, keep it, move, keep it moving. Now, some of the names that's being out there, Dan Campbell. We know the tale of the tape on that. Me personally, I think Dan Campbell he was being rumored for the Denver job. Didn't want anything to do with him because I believe, in my opinion, he's borderline not in that category because I because I hold him to a higher standard, but just in the area of a situation like Wade Phillips. Hell of a defensive coordinator, but I don't know about a head coach. So, to me, that's still taking a chance like, well, okay, is this going to work? Am I going to buy his vision? Am I going to believe in him or am I going to turn on him in 22 games because somebody comes to my office and says, coach, this, this is trade me or get me out of here. Offensive coordinator. Let me make sure. Yes. Offensive coordinator of the Lions, Ben Johnson. We don't know what Ben Johnson's about. Detroit's offense looks great. Can he lead 48-52 men? Can he deal with a diva wide receiver that wants to run the team? I don't know if you can take that risk if you're Raider Nation. This next one, you got to get right, buddy. You got to get right. Because Andy Reid ain't going nowhere. Sean Payton already fired his first firing shot up against all odds with this roster. I ain't talking about 23. I'm talking about the Chargers, the Spano cheap-ass family, is eventually going to have to hire somebody to replace Staley. Or they might run the, use, uh, you know, run the risk of losing Hibbert. And those ain't hard to play. So the Raiders got to get this next one right because they're 0 for 2 in the last four years, five years. What do you got? Really quick, before we move forward, did you mean Dan Quinn and not Dan Campbell? Because Dan Campbell's not leaving Detroit. I thought I said Dan Quinn. No, you. Okay, maybe too much you, speed. From, from the mountaintop, you screamed Dan, Dan, Dan Campbell. Dan Quinn. Dan Quinn. Y'all knew I meant. Dan well, Quinn. Well, I wanted to be sure. I know, I got you. You're, you're thorough. You want to make sure we're on the right page. Dan Quinn. I don't know about that. Brian Johnson. Eagles offensive coordinator. Eagles offense. I, I hate black on black crime, but this brother offense looks better, worse than it did last year under Steichen. Raiders, you want to take another gamble on him? Since Josh had to go in week eight. Because Devontae Adams grew up playing, growing up a Raider fan, and damn it, you I, I feel like asking Devontae, do you still want gone? Because Mark didn't Mark lie to you too? Mark co-signed for Derek Carr to leave. D didn't they didn't wasn't Mark in that meeting when they said, hey man, come on, Devontae, yeah, go ahead and okay this trade, because we're gonna build behind you and Derek Carr. We're gonna build this. Well, didn't Mark lie to you too, Devontae? 
In the same game, Devontae drops the third and eight pass going over there to juggles, juggles. You know why? Because his ass hear footsteps because he's been getting lit up all season. He's been getting lit up all season going over the middle. So I can see why you tiptoe. I don't know. You can take a gamble on Brian Johnson. Or, yeah, Brian Johnson. Eric B. Enemy. I don't know. I mean, most likely there's going to be a clean sweep in D.C. Hopefully in the White House and with the commanders, but it's coming up for a clean sweep. Not if I'm paying $80 million to two coaches and I'm struck out. I don't know if that's a game. I don't know. Brian Callahan, Bengals O.C., you comfortable with that, Raider fan? Nah, there's only one guy. Well, I say two guys. There's only two guys. I'll give you two and a half because I don't see that happen. But let me, I'll, I'll give you three. There's only three guys Mark got to go. So let's see how deep his pockets really are. 877-37-GRIND. When we get back, I want to talk a little NBA. I'll finish that point on the Raiders. Russ, I've got a question about Russ. And I got a question to see if he's going to be able to stomach this going forward the rest of the season if we get to that. But I want to talk some NBA as well when we get back. You listen to the Sports Grind. Today's show is being presented by Dos Equis. Get a Dose. We are broadcasting here from the Maestro de Bell Tequila Studios. We'll be back. Texas summers can get hot, but now they're blazing with the new Zing Zang Blazing Bloody Mary Mix. The latest addition to the Zing Zang lineup brings the same great, bold, and delicious taste that you already know, only much hotter. Shake things up with Zing Zang Blazing Bloody Mary Mix, made with premium ingredients and crafted for a bold and savory taste, whether with your favorite vodka or with the pre-mixed ready-to-drink cans. Zing Zang, America's favorite Bloody Mary and an official sponsor of the sports grind. Please Zing Zang responsibly. For more than a century, the Pendleton Roundup has defined what it means to be a cowboy. It also gave life to something equally renowned, Pendleton Whiskey, capturing that unique spirit in every bottle and honoring the enduring legacy of the American West. Pendleton Whiskey is made with the finest northern grains and cut with Mount Hood Glacier water, a whiskey that celebrates the cowboy in all of us. That's Pendleton Whiskey. That's true Western tradition. Pendleton is the official whiskey of the PBR Tour. Pendleton Distillers, Lawrenceburg, Indiana. Please drink responsibly. Pendleton Whiskey, official sponsor of the sports grind. Are you moving around the greater San Antonio area? Choose the storage experts. Tiger Moving and Storage. Whether you're moving an office or the whole family, Tiger Moving and Storage offers container drop-off and delivery with efficient, prompt, and cost-effective service. To learn more and to secure your portable storage container today, go to ChooseTiger.com. Tiger Moving and Storage, official sponsor of the sports grind. All right, back here on the Sports Grind. Calvin Casey, Jonas Clark producing. It's been the one and two. Today's show is being presented by Dos Equis, And we are broadcasting here from the Maestro de Bell Tequila Studios. And this next segment is going to be sponsored by Pillin Whiskey. Pillin Whiskey is an oak barrel aged whiskey distilled in Canada using the finest ingredients before bottling glacier fed spring waters added from Mount Hood. 
Oregon's highest peak. Pinland Whiskey delivers an uncommonly smooth and taste and rich complex flavor. And also keep in mind, Pinland Whiskey is the official spirit of the Pro Rodeo Cowboy Association. And it's an official whiskey of the Professional Bull Riding Tour, which is the PBR Velocity Tour. And it's an official whiskey of the Sports Grind, an official sponsor of the Sports Grind. All right. A couple other names. Ivero. Carolina Panthers, D.C. I think he's going to be a great mind and all that, but can you take the chance? Not like this, me roster calling these prospects is not me saying that they couldn't be successful. Okay. But the question I pose to the black hole that's drifting out in the black abyss. Can you can you roll the dice or you need something for sure? So the last point I will make on this before we move forward for today, because this is going to be in the news, because we're going to have to hear Antonio Pierce. I hear Antonio Pierce called a coach's meeting at 7.15 this morning, West Coast time. And then the players meet at 8.30. I'm going to see what Pierce is about, and I'm going to see if there's a joke, because I don't believe the defense. And, and, and the way I look at it, Pierce is a defensive coach. So the defense is on him. So I should expect to see a very more improvement, which I think the defense has improved since last year. I said that in, in spring ball, in camp. So the point I'm saying is I'm not saying that only three of these individuals, no one else could be successful with the Raiders. I just feel like it's going to be difficult. You're going to need somebody that's proven because I don't know if a young first-time head coach or a second turnaround, borderline, you know, Dan Quinn, second turnaround is basically a, a for sure thing. So, and you can afford to do that when you're the Raiders. And it's going to be hard to overcome bad ownership, and I think Mark Davis is bad ownership. And he's flew under the radar because that brand is so strong and because what his daddy did. and Because and, the bottom line is, when they broke dirt in Vegas, that, that basically kept the black hole nation at bay. You know, all the, the, the grownups that basically dress up like it's Halloween every damn day and go to the games. That bought him some time because like, hey, don't pay attention over here that I really don't know what I'm doing because I'm moving us to Vegas. But guys that pay attention to the game that grew up covering and looking at the game and looking at you can't put that past the people that really know what's up. And the reality of it is there's three people. So, Shelby, let's see if he got deep pockets. Now, we've got something borderline, which I didn't want to get into it today. We'll wait till tomorrow. But we've got something floating around that's borderline Subruder film with the Michigan situation and the scandal that's going and stealing signs. We've got a guy that supposedly is incognito dressed on Michigan uh, sideline at the opponent's sideline weeks before Michigan. We don't know if that's him or not, but everything's bumbling up. Harbaugh. Back up the Brinks truck if you got it. Okay. Not everybody got that black unlimited annex card like the Penner Group. I get it. But let's see if you got it because it's got to be Harbaugh. Go get on your knees and beg for Terry and Nick to move out of Tuscaloosa. But at Nick's age, I don't think he wants to restart at the NFL. He's, he got everything he wants with Alabama. But I'm giving you where I'm going, Raider fans, really what you should do. 
if Mark really wants to get this right. And the third one would only be if a cause and effect, if there's a mutual parting ways for Robert Kraft and he sits there and say, Bill, I really want Mayo to go ahead and take over, man. It's been a nice ride. And Bill's like, okay, if I really want to coach and get Don Shula, I'll be employed for three minutes. Those are three guys that I named you. If you're a really bleed silver and black, you would want them to figure away because I, if I had rooting interest in the team, I could not have faith if anybody else is going to work under Mark Davis's tutelage. But if you get one of those guys, I think it'd be okay. There's only one other guy that's probably had one coaching job that's rumored or probably that's on this list or going to be on this list that I would probably say, okay, he could handle the chaos over him and everything with Mark. You know, going here with the aces, you know, going to casinos, making sure he's seen with his young girlfriend. Why? He just really has a organization go to you know what, as Dante said, to boo-boo. It's funny, the trust fund babies, you know, you're supposed to be trying to win NFL games, but usually they're out doing other things. You know, Ursay, he likes to collect collectibles. I thought when you have that kind of money investing in a team and you got a reputation and you built the team up, you're supposed to be trying to collect trophies. So there's an equal medium right there. But anyway, I digress. So the only one other guy that I think that could basically deal under this mess is probably the guy that's down in Minnesota on the defensive side of the ball in Brian Flores. I think Brian Flores, if you go get a Brian Flores, if you're a Raider, I think that he could probably deal with this chaos. That man's coaching with a lawsuit against the NFL. Okay, that man was coaching when his owner basically got him on a yacht and pretty much said, hey, man, you want to make an extra hundred thousand? Well, wave. that's fine, man. What kind of bonus I get? Just lose these last game. What? That man coached under that. He could probably go coach under that cesspool. That's that black hole that they call this move from Oakland and the dumps in the sewers of Oakland to that desert out there that's called the Raiders and that's owned by Mark Davis. See, I'm in the battle for guys and organizations that do it right and have good ownership. Because there's a lot of billionaires that's playing with trust fund babies that you want to talk about, Dante, does a fan base deserve that? Well, again, so let's hold those people accountable instead of just like, well, man, fire the coach. It must be the coach. Fire the coordinator. Fire the quarterback. What you got, Mr. Clark? I disagree entirely with of course every you do. name on your list. Of course. Well, no, I'm just telling you the list that's out there being floated. I'm not telling you that. No, these are these list. are your three and then you Oh, you're talking about you're talking your, about the list to get it right. I'm oh, that your, one. Oh, yeah, yeah. Your yeah. list. Yeah, those are for sure. Those are given. No. What, no. what, what are you talking about? Why? Because they what? So you mean to tell me you ain't gonna off the evidence you've seen from Harbaugh with the 49ers going to three, four straight NFC championship games. Nick Saban, which is just a moonshot, he ain't going nowhere, what he's done. And basically, Bill Belichick, you're going to say no to that, but you're going to give Mark Davis the benefit of the doubt because the Vegas Aces has won the WNBA title, too? Is that really what you're telling me? I'm going to say no to all three of them, and likely Brian Flores, too, because I, dis I disagree with the fact, too, that you feel like he can manage that. Tua was looking like an absolute bust. Absolute bust under Flores. And it's, it's, it's interesting here, too, that you name three of the four of them are defensive-minded coaches. Bill Belichick does, does not have Tom Brady walking through the door when he goes into Vegas, either. Tom can own minority ownership, which, he, which I think is still kind of caught up in some kind of litigation right now. But he doesn't have Tom Brady walk back through that. It's not saving him in New England. 
Okay, let and me, it's not gonna it's not gonna I'm help gonna him in, in Las Vegas. I'm not gonna finish, but let's kick it one by base. Let's talk about Bill. So let me ask you that regardless of what the people's opinion, what he looks like at Tom, did Tom build it or build did Bill build it through the draft? I think that again, Tom, Tom was the quarterback that helmed it all. He's the reason for the offensive success. Okay, but I'm talking about the Teddy Brewskis, the Mike Vrabels. The tie laws. Yeah, he, he, yeah. The, the, Belichick, the, the, Belichick drafted uh, uh, and put uh, together a great defense. Oh, okay, and I understand that he hasn't drafted well in the last few years, but if I'm talking about, you got to understand the concept of where the situation the Raiders are in. They're dumpster fire. I, the, the only thing, if this, like, if, like I'm going to come to your defense a little bit, like the, what you try to be. Can you imagine if this was, if this was the Browns? Could you imagine? I've lived okay, it. okay, so can you imagine the vitriol? That basically would be coming at if they fired a coach, they had a disgruntled wide receiver. I'm just like you're a big guy on optics, so I'm telling you what the optics look like. I've, I've, so, I've, so, I've had a wide receiver on, on my the, the fan base I pull for. I've had a wide receiver have his dad cut together a YouTube video and make it go viral to right, get his way out of right. the franchise. And you, and you were I've had for I've it. had Kyle Shanahan put together a 30 page PowerPoint as to why he should not be with the offensive coordinator right. of the Cleveland Browns the right. following season. Right, right. I've had Rob Rob Chizitsky Fired exactly. on the plane back from Pittsburgh. So I've been through exactly. it. Exactly. So, so that's why I'm telling you that the Raiders are getting I'm, – I'm agreeing with you. That's why I'm getting – Raiders are getting a pass for the way that the organization is ran. But again, it comes down to Mark Davis needs to have the right person below him. It's not about the coach. It's about having some, some level of cohesion from top to bottom. But who's doing the hiring, Jonas? By all reports, and, and, and if, unless he's just going around people, and that's not trusting the people that you put. If you're going around people whose job it is to hire the positions below them. Yeah, no, no I'm not talking about the GM or the coach. I'm talking about the powers, the, the food chain. Mark Davis yeah, is right, the type of the food chain. His right, name is on the checks. Yes. So the person that he's going to put in a point to oversee the president, that's going to oversee the GM, the coach, and everything else, he's making a decision for that person. So as far as we go up top, there is a guy that is consistently putting the wrong people that are supposed to be handling this in Jonas's world, which I don't totally disagree with you. But the reality is he's the guy that's making the wrong decisions, he, putting these people he, in place. That's they, my whole point of these segments. He brought in Sandra Douglas Morgan in July 2022. Okay. That, that, so that's last July, not this past one, but the one before. She's responsible, therefore, in my opinion, for helping bring in McDaniels or saying that I can work with this and signing off on the decisions below that. The GM is a part of this all, too. The offensive coordinator has been there since, since, since McDaniels came in because it was his staff. Mayock and Gruden were a marriage partnership as well. And, he, and Mark okay. Davis made that decision to let a guy on NFL Network and, and then, be and, a GM. Mark lied that. But he he had a vision. Now that blew up in his face. They okay? all blown up in his face. It That's my up, point today. The, the Gruden off the field stuff really blew up in his face. All that blew up in his face. So if you're wanting to do it, it's not about the name that you go and get. It's about the process with which you put this together. Right. And I don't think that the names that you're naming, Nick Saban, Miami was tw- 
20 years ago that he had his shot with the Dolphins because, jo- and, and, and started his run? Like, no. Jonas, so he, you, he, I'm, he but I'm giving he, you. He didn't, but, he didn't, he, the, the reason why you feel like Saban flamed out in the NFL is because he didn't get Drew Brees. Well, no, everybody, because he didn't have a quarterback. There, there's not a Drew Brees walking through there either. He didn't even have an average quarterback. He and, had Dante Kobe. But let's move on from Nick because it's not happening, Nick. That, My Harbaugh, question is. Harbaugh would be a mistake. Why would he be a mistake? Because he, he didn't win in the National Football League? He won in the National Football okay, League. Okay, so if you're giving him control and you're talking, dude, you have gone through, you've gone a retread, which damn near Josh is almost like a first year coach. You went with back with John Gruden, and before then, who were your coaches before then while Mark has owned it? I don't even know what time I had, but if we go until the old man kicked the bucket, the white jumpsuit, then you go to his son, takes over. Before we even get to John Gruden, what are some of the coaches? Well, again, going for the flashy hire has not worked for him. Basaccia took over a team, and I, if I'm not mistaken, they made, they, made, they made the playoffs or barely missed the playoffs, interviewed for the job, and they just went over him. And now he's back to coaching special teams, I think, in either Minnesota or, or Green Bay. And Basaccia, and I would think but, because but if he you- had that team together, he still had to put together the game plans every week, or he or, or he just managed people properly. Good head coaches, because I, th- th- this goes back to the thing too. Where we talked about it with Bill O'Brien, we talked about it with Bill Belichick, and a handful of others that try to be the head coach, the GM, or the head coach, GM, offensive coordinator, head coach, GM, defensive coordinator. Just be the head coach and manage your coaches. If you feel like you want to go over, you want to go veto the the offensive coordinator who, who wants to go for it on fourth down, and you say no, that's when you step in. You don't need to call all the whole offense, okay? So in this stance here too, I feel like they just you need a good manager. If I'm looking, the name that I would really like to see, and again, I think that it was interesting that you went defensive side of the ball minded. I don't know if that was intentional. I wouldn't know. I went with people that are proven to build things from the ground up. That's a, people that are bro- proven that cost a good penny that is proven that's going to win. Saban, that's who Saban I went has with. built a great college program, a legendary college program. And do you realize how how much his phone rings for the last 10 years when it gets to basically like around, I don't know, about a month before draft or two months in the college and how many people want him to come back in the NFL? And again, when we have those kinds of conversations, it could be about the fact, too, that it's just easier to, to deal with kids. I mean, the NIL is giving him fits. But it's easier to deal with kids when you've got them on scholarship. No, that's why I said he wouldn't do it. I, I said he wouldn't. I, I look at, listen because to what I'm saying. I said when I said him, I said, this is a dream center. I'm letting the Raiders right. know. I'm, Any, I'm, give me your name. Who are you talking about? Who are you going to say? I think Jim Caldwell is perfect. I would go back and get Jim Caldwell. He's not a big, splashy name. He's had success everywhere he's went. He's even, even, even as a special assistant with the offense over there in Baltimore. I think that he's just the right guy to bring in and to be a head coach. I think Jim Caldwell would be a good hire, but I think Jim Caldwell, for one, I wouldn't wish that on him. Jim, Cald- Jim Caldwell des- has should have deserved already a second opportunity or third opportunity, whatever it is. He's a good coach. He is a big reason why Joe Flacco had a wing. But I wouldn't dis- I wouldn't wish that on Jim Caldwell to have to go in and work under that owner and try to be successful. So I think skill-wise, because I guarantee you under Jim Caldwell, you probably wouldn't have a receiver running the locker room and, and getting clicks involved, because that's what we have here. But but the but the bottom line is you you so that would be. But my point is, 
unless you are a guy that's got control, it's, I wasn't going purposely defensive-minded. I gave you those guys that they're going to come with control, and they come with a moxie that they're going to run things, and it's not going to be any type of being the Patriot way. Or it's going to be because I've got credibility. Somebody in that locker room. Only one of them comes with real NFL success. And so you're just saying that's Bill? In ter- no, that that's Harbaugh. Because, again, Bill Bill and Tom was a perfect marriage that built over 20 years, and it was allowed in the, in a, at a time in the NFL to where he could be brought along patiently. You already had a team that was contending for an AFC championship with Bledsoe anyway. And Tom walked into this situation. I've had this conversation with you a number of times where I go back and I talk about Roethlisberger uh, coming in into the offense and the defense that he had. But who, stacked. He but, already had but, the head coach. But my, I go get it. But who's picking those guys? Did Tom? I don't know. I don't know if the draft process was different back then. But when Tom was in Michigan, and they really couldn't beat out Drew Henson as starting quarterback in Michigan, he, he didn't have him did, evaluated did, as a okay, first round quarterback. But, but, but the bottom line is, did 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 Tom say, "Hey, man, I'm going to go to New England," or did somebody sitting on the clock in the seventh round say, "Hey, you know what, man? I've done my research. Let me get that guy that looks like has a bad. I know he ran a slow four. Who did that? And you and you still had Bledsoe. It's not like you Who picked, picked Tom to be Jonas? the franchise quarterback. It doesn't matter, dude. So the guy that the architect, dude. I'm all about no, giving things, with who's built. Things fall into place, Calvin. Oh, but so luck and chance, into, Jonas. There's a lot of it to it. There yes, lot, you need some breaks to win. Is luck and chance? I don't think. I don't think you can luck. I don't care if you've got the potential goat as quarterback. I don't think you can basically luck into building a dynasty in 20 years. I don't believe that. I, I, I would say the same thing about Pop. So, okay, he got he drafted David Robinson, the, the lottery ball. It got Tim Duncan. So 20 years of 50 plus yeah, Pop just lucked into that. That's what that sounds like to me. I mean, I'm not trying to give you a hard time, but that's basically what you're saying. And and I don't that that's like some meaning like, oh, you know what? Things went this way, Cal. You know, this you know, sports talk, you just lucked up into basically having your show. Again. I mean, come on, you're, Jonas you're, Clark. You're, you're say you're trying to go with an absolute that it's complete luck, and I'm saying it is not complete luck, but it is a part of it. But okay? you just said there's only one person that's had success. That I've given you, and, and and the Nick Saban is debatable. We don't, but Bill and, Belichick and is that hasn't had it either. Harbaugh had the success that you're looking for. He built he built that, put that together with a, with a front office, helped build it as part of a team, and he was successful right. in San Francisco. So, so if I'm the if I'm the Raiders, but, that, and I'm, but the whole, and he could the be whole thing in Michi- the whole thing in Michigan, it's a mess. I'm not touching it. Okay, Jim well, Caldwell is the name ain't of my college, opinion. Man. I was just pushing back against you. No, that's fine. And this ain't college, dude. We ain't got no rules in NCA and the NFL. They scout all the time. I'm not gonna if I got a ch- if I really care about the Raiders and I got a chance to holler Harbaugh is available. I'm gonna hold him back because he's got a a scandal. Man, come on, man. Eight seven seven. 3-7 grind. You listen to the sports grind. Today's show is being presented by Dosakis. Get a dose. We'll be back. When life sounds too much like this. It's time to consider more of this. Sometimes a little shift is all you need. A dose of perspective. Dos Equis Lager. Get a dose. Enjoy Dos Equis responsibly. Copyright 2021. Imported by Cervezas Mexicanas, White Plains, New York. Maestro Dobel Tequila was born from 11 generations of tequila-making legacy. 
It is sourced from a single estate in the volcanic lowlands of Jalisco, Mexico, using the finest 100% blue agave. Double distilled and aged in European white oak barrels, Maestro Dobel's commitment to innovation isn't only to discover new ways of distilling and aging, it's about elevating and crafting a superior tequila that is the essence of mastery. Maestro Dobel is the official tequila of the PGA Tour and an official sponsor of the sports grind. Please drink responsibly. It's time to warm up that scoreboard and get ready to bring home the win with Specs. Specs has you covered with lower prices on all your favorite fan fuel. From craft beer, rare spirits and world-class wine to chips, dips and gourmet finer foods. And with same-day delivery when you order online or through the app, Specs is your MVP for the biggest score of the game. At Specs, the fun starts here. Here's to you, cheers to savings. Just because the sun is setting earlier doesn't mean the fun stops sooner. Now is the perfect time to get to Specs and stock up on after summer savings with fresh new releases in every category. Specs has Texas' largest selection of lower priced wines, craft cocktail ingredients, and beers that'll have you raising a glass to every sunset. The biggest savings of the season are at Specs. The fun starts here. Whether you're looking for a date night at the Dominion or a light meal while shopping on the weekend, stop by Thai Lao Orchid at the Dominion. Just five minutes north of the shopping center, Thai Lao Orchid's Vietnamese options are great for dinner or lunch, serving up staples from curry and noodles to the house special Nam and seafood lovers steamed clay pot. They're open weeknights from 5 p.m. to 8 p.m. and noon till 9 on Saturdays and noon to 8 on Sundays. That's Thai Lao Orchid at the Dominion, official sponsor of the Sports Grind.